This is what? Mm. Hard to swallow. Gross. She should have put him back on the rack. You can that out to me. Hi, followers. Welcome back to Hard to Swallow Podcast. I'm your host, Emmy Bell J, on Instagram and Twitter as Ain't I Emery. And of course, you know, I'm always joined here with some Negroes I know. Joining me now is Lyrical Mar on Instagram and Twitter as Lyrical Mar. <clears throat> Don't judge me, judge your mother. <laughs> she ain't have shit to hey. do. Hey. And also joining me is Milady, 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 Lindsay Wagner on Instagram and Twitter as Lynn's Wags. Hello, everyone. How's everybody doing this evening or morning um, or whenever yeah. you're listening to this? Whenever yes. you're watching this on YouTube or listening to this, available <laughs> on all major podcast platforms. Yes. And if right. you like what you hear or see, rate us, give us a thumbs up or give us five stars. And also, if you really, really love us, Wallace, you can buy us a coffee. Buy us some pills. Yeah. Well, yeah, buy us some pills. <laughs> a great way to tip us uh, and keep us going. We're here to give you great content. And just so you can stay in the loop, make sure you subscribe as well. Now, let's get straight to it. Let's do it. Did you Yay. hear about the house that we glare? They have a new TV show out on ITV. America and Good Company is coming out soon. Um, it's going to be a show with nine house members, some of which we all know, but Yusuf, who is Rihanna's hairstylist, past or possibly present, and a few other people that you may be familiar with, like Lena Bloom, um, a model. Um, Lolita, who is also on Legendary, is going to be on the show. Who and Brooke, I think her name Brooklyn. Brooklyn, yeah. Yeah, Brooklyn. She was also on Legendary. Tati, mm-hmm. who you may remember from my house reality TV show. Um, and some new faces as well that we're all familiar with, like overall mother exotic Miyaki Mugler, who's has been on Miyaki. And yeah. also very, very very popular content creator on OnlyFans, Chanel Ross. Miguel. Yes. yes. So it's going to be an amazing show. Some who may not know is that um, the Garçon, the House of Garçon stems from the House of Miguel. Um, so it's, it's like extended family, and I can't wait to see the show come out. I'm sure it's going to be fabulous. I know it is. Bitch, you know they're going to be eating caviar off ass. But it's supposed to follow them around as they embark on their ballroom careers and also careers in their personal lives as well. So I'm curious to see what it's like. It might be similar to the setup of my house where they actually go to balls and record mixed Mm -hmm. with other things too. I'm guessing like following them around in their dating lives and things. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be great. And I'm glad that they have, like, they have cis women, trans women, they have a drag queen. Like, it's a lot going on in the show. And different um, butch queens on the spectrum. Yeah, it's different representation. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a good show, and I can't wait to see it. Love it. 
Now, the hot topics. Chris Brown has been really trending these last few days, or maybe even the last week. Chloe Bailey got a lot of backlash for collaborating with Chris Brown on a recent song. Of course, the first thing they brought up was his history with abusing women. Um, I want to ask the house of Swallow, do you think it's a big deal on her end that she's collaborating with Chris Brown? No. Mm -mm. So do you think it's more so on Chris Brown still being able to work, period? Like, he's making music and mm -hmm. they, he's a woman of music, so the big deal is Chris Brown himself. But women keep working with him and not just any Should he women. quit <laughs> music? No. <laughs> no, he should not. Um, you know, a lot of different women work with Chris Brown. And a lot of surprise women work with Chris Brown. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it was Kelly Rowland, wasn't it? Uh, in uh, 2021, didn't she yeah. say something about Chris Brown? Didn't she defend him? Mm -hmm. She did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he so, extended grace. Mm -hmm. He should be extended grace, you know. So these Black women that do it, I mean, I don't judge them. Um, uh, black women have been forgiven niggas for years. So mm -hmm. <laughs> in my that mind. That makes it okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Don't twist my words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. I, in some ways, I'm a I'm an old school black and white black. Just giving you know, you know, black black women been forgiving niggas for years, and you know, a lot of them forgive him, a lot of them don't. But don't be mad at Chloe. Mm -hmm. She ain't got nothing to do with this. A lot of people were really singling her out, which is surprising they, to me. They always like Chris, do. They always do. Chris Brown has worked with several women over the last few years. So yes, yes. Black women in particular. They can't take Chloe. Oh my God! It's so and it's so incredible to watch. What do you think, Lindsay? I think that, well, I'm one of those women that don't fuck with Chris Brown. I do not support him in any way. Um, shape or form. I do not stream his songs. I'm not interested in anything he's talking about. It's not just because of whatever he did with Rihanna. It's about his consistency in being an ignorant asshole who does not, who clearly doesn't like women. However, he's been working, okay? He's been working with many women many people he's done a duet with um danny lee he's worked with countless people since that incident he's never truly really been quote unquote accountable he i guess most recently he was taken out of whatever award show that was he was supposed oh, for to the michael jackson performance right? right he was supposed to be doing some uh some tribute to Michael Jackson. He was, you know, eh. and I guess that, you know, can be attributed attributed to his behavior online, which has been deplorable. 
I mean, just his stalking of the of Karuchi alone, the way he lambasted her online, the way he publicly disparaged a black man, a contemporary of his, unbeknownst to him, just a week and a half ago for winning a Grammy over him. Mm -hmm. This consistent, ignorant um, behavior is why I don't support him. But I think it's a matter of choice. I really do. It's like, at this point, it's individual choice. If you want to continue to support him, do that. I don't judge people who do, but mm -hmm. I personally do not. And I that's a pattern of um, entitlement with him. Yeah. In the way he feels like he was owed this award, this Grammy. Mm -hmm. um, and, and also in the way that he feels that people are supposed to, to forgive him on his time. Yeah. And that's not how this shit works. That's not how this shit works. <laughs> they could hate you to the day you die, bitch. Yeah. They're people um, so, that they're trauma victims. Like they're people, not everybody forgives their abusers. And not everybody's um just because Rihanna forgave her abuser, which was you mm. in this case. I mean, even though Rihanna was said to have fought him too, they were both like fighting one another, mm -hmm. but she didn't give you that in that photo. You gave her that. Right. Even if she was trying to fuck you up and hitting you, bitch. Clearly there was that. more excessive force on your end. Yeah, you were more successful. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then, you know, and there's that. But I think it's an, in at this point, it's an individual choice. He's done many record albums. He's had many successes, I guess. My question is always, has he um, shown or exhibited a changed behavior that made you forgive him? And... He thinks because he's a good father to his daughter or daughters <laughs> that that makes him now a, a new man, one really? that respects black women. Really? I don't know what to say about that. I have no idea. I, I really don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know if it's a thing about forgiveness. Um, you know, for. For me, it's just like once I have an opinion about you, it rarely changes. And my opinion of Chris Brown has always been the same. He doesn't surprise me with what he does. Mm -hmm. But I do say that he tries. But the problem is he fails us again. Listen. So, you know, yeah. How many times do you want to give a motherfucking grace? <laughs> right. <laughs> he fails the people who support him. Well, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, you know, that's he a, has that's, never failed me. All I'm saying is that's a general question. How many times do you want to give a motherfucking grace? That's a, that's that's gonna vary depending on who you ask. Yeah, I think it's yeah. up to the individual. I it's really up to the individual. Um, some people are able to separate um, who someone is as a person versus who we are when they're 
working with them in business. I mean, think about it. Like, it's bitches I've worked with every day. I don't know what they do when they home. I, I, think, I think that he's A lot of people are terrible people. A lot of celebrities have done terrible things. Yeah, some of I which we he, know, some of which we don't know. That's why I say it's an individual choice. Yeah, yeah. I think that he's the most upset about the women beater part. That he will not, they'll never not call him that. But see, those people will never not call him that. It's it's not just one, and that's the part that he always. There misses. have been several allegations. <laughs> People have amnesia. There have been several allegations of his mistreatment of women. Yeah. And once again, Karuchi, the girlfriend he had after Rihanna, also confirmed that he was physical with her. No one's, everyone's forgetting about that punch in the stomach he gave her. And the shameful stalking of her that he was doing, he literally, the that he was bullied doing. her online before Chris we Brown even started really, giving her a name. He needs, to, please, okay, please. People need to stop enabling him and protecting him because yeah, y'all like his story. music, okay. Yeah. Please. I just need him to let go of the fact that he's trying to make this about one, one isolated time. incident. Yeah. No, there have been a string of incidents. And with this young lady coming out of the woodwork, Miss <laughs> Keely Williams, formerly of 3LW. <laughs> what is it 3LW? Yeah. And Cheetah Girl. And the book of the 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 and and the cheetah girl girl no one no uh uh no one sent for you nope <laughs> not a not, damn not body person. sent for you not one person was even thinking not abc not abc singular service the phone no. company did nobody big old no one was no one and you decided to enter the chat. And he sent your ass back to the shadow realm. He sure did, because he called you the whack-ass bitch that you really are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he said some shit like, I know you don't well, got a job. <laughs> Chris Brown actually called, said, whack-ass, A-S, bitch. <laughs> I don't know what a as is, but I'm gonna I'm gonna think I'm going to use my ghetto translator <laughs> and translate the AABE is working. Ghetto ass, which would require another X. Yeah. And just the fact that he went under I mean, even though she was attacking him, just the fact that he called her a whack ass bitch. <laughs> His demonstration is really is an indicator of where he stands with black women. He always the fact <laughs> he called her Miss Amtrak. I mean, so, he went full hand. So, so because he called Ky uh, Keely 
uh, uh, my cat's bitch. <laughs> that tells you how he feels about black women. But in this instance, he's right. I don't like it, but he's correct. Because you are a whack ass bitch. He called he call her Amtrak hole. He said, Miss Amtrak, <laughs> like he was going in. He going in on her. <laughs> he said, stick to them BTK dicks you had. Oh, no, nah, he didn't say that. But. Well, he, he said he was he, getting sick and tired of her broken promises. Promise. <laughs> he was going in. Yeah. Like, listen, I don't know. I don't know why she in, inserted herself in this. Like, there's no. She has the thing. It's like there's no need for this. Like y'all said, she's nobody, right? She ain't shit. So I feel like once you don't start looking at yourself as a celebrity, you forget that when you say something, people will respond. Can we? My nothing about- ass saying something to Chris Brown. Chris Brown not gonna ever see this, right? <laughs> but can but- we take a quick look at what Keely said? She said some. She said. Let him come out with his own record. So genius, so captivating that it makes us all forget he beats women. He can't beat, he can't, so he won't. So what does he do? He slowly creeps back into the mainstream by getting small nods for features on black women's merit. Black women who are more talented, more worthy, but give him the okay. What's wrong with what she said? I mean, where is the lie? That's what I'm like. What? <laughs> I don't see a lie, but Keely, shut the fuck up. Because no one, no one, and I mean no one, sent. So it wasn't the message, it was the messenger. Yeah. It All was right. slightly the messenger, and then like you're promoting your little song, girl. Well, leave you him alone. It's like sometimes, like, and especially like with Chris Brown, he is so reactive. Leave him in his cave, child. Mm. Don't activate Chris Brown. No. Because then we have to read these incoherent, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> these incoherent, um, misspelled paragraphs, you know. Filled with his fiery and fire and fury. Mm-hmm. Then he goes on naming white men. You know, with, what about Harvey Weinstein? I mean, he didn't he didn't name Harvey Weinstein, but it was giving that energy. It was giving that energy. It was yeah. definitely giving that energy. And it's like, bitch, you're naming white men that really haven't been seen. Mel Gibson. He was blacklisted. What are you talking about? Right. And there you have it. Oh, my God. He named a few. I don't even feel like naming them. And then he he referenced Krishan and um, Blueface. That's the, they also in their own cave. Don't wake them up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he woke in there eating toenails. Okay. He not woke up the Bears, Bears 
And then he woke up their mom, like Blueface mama. Like it just caused like a domino effect of fools. Don't you mind? Leave the ghetto shit for Zeus Network. We don't need no more exactly. of this. Like, I, leave them sleep. Leave these bears hibernating. It's still winter. Chloe's doing a song with them. Get over it. I don't know why do people hate Chloe so much. Why do they hate that girl? I don't understand it. They hate Chloe? Yeah. yeah. I don't like her. She gets a lot of back, like a lot of backlash. She's so talented. She, I guess they don't like because she. I don't know. I don't know what it is about her because she's trying to. Well, protect. no, I'm not gonna pretend like I haven't seen them calling her extra. Uh, extra's good sometimes. Listen, I'm sorry. We talked about it on the show. She has something that her sister doesn't have, and her sister has something that she don't have. And they are both capitalizing on their strengths. That's all. Yeah. And I'm not mad at her. She's young. She's fine. Leave her alone. (laughs) Forget that she's young. I I I agree wholeheartedly. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. Like, what are y'all doing? Protect Chloe Bailey at all costs. At all costs. I don't understand why the blacks. Yes, I said the blacks. I don't understand why the blacks would even come for a person like Chloe in this environment. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't understand why she deserves it. You know what I mean? It's weird. They go after her. It's weird. It's weird. I mean, out of all the people, because I know they come for all the girls, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but why are black people who are modern yeah. coming for her? I don't understand that, that either. That makes no sense to me. Get rid of Ice Spice. Leave her alone. Okay. 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 Don't do ice. I'm not going to do that. Don't do ices, honey. Whose song may be number one next week on the chart? Which one? Um, That song we did with Old Girl. I can't think of her name. Pink Pantheress? Yes. Love that song. I think it's going to be number two. I love that. Yeah. No, not number two, number four. But her and her, it's so funny. Pink Pantheress is such um like a different type of artist. She's not like really sexual, but then Ice Spice doing her little bit on it is so fucking hood. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> this like cutesy teeny bopper song, and and her just like some saying some hood shit. It's adorable. Mm-hmm. Cute. Go Isis. Since we're talking about kittens, let's talk about um, Rihanna's little baby. <laughs> baby fine, y'all. Ooh. <laughs> baby fine. My baby's fine, honey. The baby fine, according to his mother. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. His mama could say whatever the fuck she want about her child. <laughs> Y'all talking about C-section. Y'all are sexualizing it. Right. You you guys are the one that are the ones making it a sexual sort of um, reference. Yeah. Is it something that I would use to describe my baby? I don't think so. But 
I didn't see fault in her saying that. I think it, she I think she it, she meant it to be fun, current, modern, and Urban, she was, current, you know. Like, like meaning like, oh, he gonna ooh. That's literally her personality. He I fine see, like his daddy. My baby fine. Like uh, yes, and you know she's an island girl, so you know what she meant. Yeah, like giving bitch, my baby's fine, bitch. My and baby's fine. And, and he and he finer than yours, bitch. And he's right. finer than yours. He's fine mm-hmm. like his daddy. Yeah. Leave us alone. And finer than the Julian. <laughs> Leave us alone. <laughs> way finer than the Julian. As, <laughs> he's way finer than the Julian. And as um Coco, mother of all mothers, would say. And my pock his pockets are loaded. <laughs> oh, okay. Pockets are loaded. <laughs> yeah, that's um Coco Ebony. <laughs> Listen, when I first heard her use the, the phrase the baby's like, fine and he's loaded. His mother's Rihanna, she's a billionaire. It is slightly a weird term to use for a child, I but again, I wouldn't personally use it, but it's not... Girl, let it go. Y'all reading too much into that. Y'all reading too much into it. Y'all if she referred to it. someone else's baby as fine, <laughs> then we would be like, what's that um, puppet mean with a... He's like, okay. Right, let, me, <laughs> let me sit this one out. <laughs> that was a kiki. But it's her own baby, so leave her alone. Yeah. His pockets are loaded. And, and I think people forgot the type of woman that Rihanna is. Yeah, because she I'm was Rihanna. back. Now they she got forgot that, that she is like slightly the original clapbacker. Okay, and now <laughs> she reprised her role. Because y'all ain't going to be talking about her child. Thanks. Somebody said, who uses fine to describe their baby? She said, me, her mama. Okay. The mama. Indeed. I live for it. If if this is what she's gonna be given in her motherhood, I'm I'm available. Okay. Yeah. Right? TTG. Hopefully in the process R9 comes out. Oh yeah. Didn't she say it was coming out this year? I'm excited Allegedly. to hear new music from her. Allegedly. Well, one could only hope, child. One could only hope so. Okay, enough about the queen. Let's talk about these butch queens. The Real Friends of WeHo, a show that I've never watched. Well, but guess who watches it? Lindsay. Listen. Lindsay, you know you watch the show. I watch the real friends of WeHo. I watch the real friends of WeHo because it's been coming af- right after Drag Race. Drag Race on Fridays and right before Untucked. I think that's about to change, right? Um, starting, I want to say the second week of March. Yeah, so... I've just been watching it like periodically in and out of it. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed a few things. Oh, give us the rundown. Let us know. Well, here, here's the synopsis of the show, right? Mm-hmm. So the network describes the real friends of WeHo as an unfiltered 
an honest look at a select group of friends living, loving, and pursuing their passions in the West Hollywood community, consisting of some of Hollywood's most influential and successful LGBTQ celebrities, personalities, and entrepreneurs. Sounds harmless, right? Um, it is. It's interesting television. Um, what I'd like to say about the show is I find I don't want to be a gatekeeper. I don't want to really stand in judgment. I have to be careful as a cis woman. But there are some things about the show that I find mildly disturbing especially when it comes to the Black men on the show. Um, as you all know, um, Black queer representation is really important to me. Um, it's a huge part of my life, actually, navigating this community. And sometimes as a cis woman, I don't know, I get sad. And especially when I'm, you know, watching certain things in the media, I find myself being very sensitive to things that are said because I know that there are other young people watching these shows and trying to get whatever they can get, you know, um, to possibly fortify their own lives. Right? So I'm listening to, there are three Black men on the show, one of whom is Todrick Hall, who's problematic. Secondly, there's one, Curtis Hamilton. He's an actor. And he has recently come out. It's like at different points. In, they're like, Todrick Hall is at an, like, at an impasse in his career. Like he's had some problematic statements, some People have come out and said things about him. He just did a show. He's gotten a ton of bad press. Um, Curtis Hamilton is an actor. He is coming out, like coming out to his family, like really standing 10 toes in being a queer black male. And he's not really sure of what that might look like for him. Or, you know, even in this space, I feel like, him deciding to do this show was a way of affirming that choice for himself. Because I don't like a lot of young black men, they don't get to be their full selves. And his conflict is with his family. And I feel like particularly his sister has been weaponizing her religion, um, weaponizing their overall close familiar relationship against him like don't embarrass us now like in using all this coded language for don't be doing no gay shit on this on this tv you done told us you gay but now you going on tv you telling the world you gay you you not worried you you you're not worried about mom and dad and their friends we have businesses like bitch what the fuck are you talking about if you are not allowing your brother to be his whole self, what kind of love is that? It's conditional and it's not right. 
he is so conflicted. She's like going back and forth whether she wants to be, in, you know, in, like on camera. There's this other thing that happened. Like he had a birthday party. His brother, his oldest brother, who was straight, um, you know, there was a remark made like, he's never been to anything like this. In my mind, I'm like, he's never been to a birthday party? Because that's what was happening. There was a cake. There were people there. There were men and women there. There were people clapping and dancing. So your brother has never been to a birthday party in his fucking life? Don't like that. Secondly, there's another, there is another black man. He is um, an entrepreneur. His name is Dorian Renaud. And I, he's one of those, I don't like labels. I don't like this. I don't want people knowing my personal business. He said something really weird to me in reference to his sexuality, saying some shit like how he doesn't lead with sex. He doesn't lead with his sexuality. Um, sex is one of those things that only occurs for 20 to 45 minutes. And he's not going to define himself by that act that, you know, that short amount of time that he's doing that throughout his whole day, throughout his whole life. Nigga, is you gay or not? Are you identifying yourself as queer or not? like no one has time? Why did you sign up to do the show? I feel like the, the things like that are irresponsible. And it's and I think it's a certain thing of being in the closet, but out of the closet at the same time. Out of the closet, but in the closet. You got your toe in the closet. What is so bad about identifying as a black queer man, queer man? And if that's the case, you didn't have to do the show. He's so, um, I think, obsessed with curating his image on the show. He wants to be seen as an everyman. Like, it's almost like that this particular guy wants to be seen as like almost like, I don't know, with no sex, just going through life. Pan, I guess. I'm not really sure. I don't think it's responsible. And he's belligerent at every fucking event to me. At first it was a key because, you know, he read one of the white boys down because sometimes the white gays get out of pocket. But now I'm just noticing it's the camera making you uncomfortable. And not only that, you're, you have been ensconced in a group of white gays that are so comfortable moving about as their whole selves. It's making you uncomfortable and I visibly see it. And I think this coming week, Brad Goretzky is going to call him out on it. And then he, it's just going to cause like some mayhem. And it's difficult when you are, I'd say black in queer spaces, right? Where they're white men and it definitely becomes political. 
And if you aren't even clear on what your political position is as a Black queer man, or as just a Black man in that space, that is an issue. But that's all I have to say about the, the real people of WeHo for now. Check it out. If anyone is watching, DM me. Um, we can talk about it because maybe you can give me some perspective. I don't think I said everything that was all the way right. And I hope I didn't offend anyone. I'm always willing to learn. We can have a chat about it. And y'all should watch. No. Okay. But if you <laughs> would like to watch Swallowers, you can do so <laughs> at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NTV on Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I do want to add, because I did see Tajik's response to a lot of the backlash the show was getting. He said that this show does still offer um LGBTQ plus people um visibility and job opportunities just being on the show on a large platform like MTV. So I'm not downplaying that aspect of it. Mm -hmm. However, that's, it's that's not awesome. something it's not something I want to see. And so but I don't want to discourage others from not watching it. I'm just right. not a reality TV show person really while saying I love drag race at the same time, <laughs> um, I'm not a big on reality TV. But nevertheless, check it out if you have the time. <laughs> Speaking of LGBTQ, let's focus on the L. Did y'all see that the Brett is expecting a child? <laughs> <laughs> the L. And maybe. I want to give it to you. <laughs> Maybe I'm surprised. <laughs> it's not in the way that they may have envisioned. So the brat has decided to carry the child in, in her relationship to her wife. I think it's a beautiful thing, honestly, to see a, a masculine presenting Mormon, <laughs> lesbian, carry the child. Like, I think usually we assign these roles. Um, but uh, it, it, I think it might sound good. It, it was definitely, I think, a shocker. But once you step a step back and just say, mind your fucking business. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like? The whole lot of all blame. Everybody get it started. Yeah. Yeah. What do you like? It was. Did y'all have any thoughts about it? Oh, and remember, she was cunt in that video, honey. Let me let me tell you something. I've been going to the paradox in Baltimore for years, and it's the first time I've seen a pregnant lesbian. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying, man. I think about. it looks beautiful. Listen, just because, just because, honey, she got a closet full of dicks, a closet full of straps, doesn't mean her uterus doesn't work. Right. Okay. 
And honestly, and honestly, look at the brat. She's gorgeous. She, she's beautiful. She needs to have it. That baby's going to be gorgeous. Okay. Y'all have got the game fucked up. People are saying, like, I thought she was the nigga. And, and niggas her uterus works. Niggas get fucked in the butt. They sure do. They sure do. Your father was just getting folded last weekend by okay. a thumb queen. Pay it. Pay it. We live in a very beautiful, <laughs> colorful world full of many things you may not see, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Just because you don't like it, okay? Right. Doesn't mean it doesn't occur and doesn't mean it can't happen. And y'all should have learned that when right. when scat play was out there. Oh God, please. Oh. Me not. That's what y'all should have learned when y'all if, if that can happen, anything can happen. Know that. Anything if shit can happen, anything can happen. Yeah. Scat play. Okay. If shit happens, anything can happen. If people like shit in their mouth, then y'all should not y'all should believe that the brat is pregnant. <laughs> I love the analogy. I love it. Okay. I love it. Yeah. Listen, you can what, push out you... shit and love it. You can see a stud push out a baby. baby. <laughs> Listen, how do you think yeah. I earned? How do you think I earned my spot on this show? I gotta okay. say something. You know, listen, it's fine. Let her be her. Let her be her. Even when he presents him, mm-hmm. I don't even know. I don't feel like she's the most masculine. I I gag at I these. Statements. I, I, like I gag at these statements. Like, well, she did hit a bitch at, with a bottle at a strip club. And we're not gonna act like, like in the nineties. All looking like Jermaine Dupree. So. <laughs> I mean, I do think that today's brat. She's a, yes, she's a tomboy. A a bit um in bet- more in between. Yeah, she's not all the way masked because I was just in a party with some some with real. AGs. I wouldn't consider her ag. I uh, that's an a femme aggressive for those who don't know, and a femme aggressive is a nigga that look running around looking like uh fucking gonna young gun, <laughs> all of them offset. Anybody that Blazer you see, uh, Jay Z, mm-hmm. Gucci Man, before he was yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Very like masculine. Yeah. Not trans men, but damn near. And it's very steeped in a lot of like hip hop culture, mm-hmm. hyper masculinity, etc. Talking about gun toting, gun toting. Niggas, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. out niggering the niggas. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say she was an ag because she wear lipstick and she still yeah, it's she, like in between. It's cute. It's in between. It's it's cute, huh? But nonetheless, um, congratulations, Lisa Ray, on being an auntie. Ciao, ciao, she. We gotta be nice to um Miss yeah, Miss White. She, she, she lost, um, her lost her mama. Yeah, she did. Miss White. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Williams. Miss Lisa Banner White Ray. <laughs> <laughs> <Boy. laughs> 
Oh, but I wouldn't wish that on anyone. No. Um, our condolences. My condolences. Yeah. Who, by the way, I had a coworker who just lost their father, and the loud. You know when you hear a cry that you've already know what the fuck happened before it's died. I was shaking to the core for about 24 hours, no shade. <laughs> so anyway, condolences to Miss Lisa Ray. Um, now we saw a tweet, and this is gonna be our topic of the day, that said, what opinion? about the gay community gets you this reaction. And it's a gift of, as you can see, Lois Griffin getting beat the fuck down. (laughs) Okay. So we challenge the House of Swallows to select one from the quoted tweets in the thread, which one that grabbed the attention. So the first one on our list, Marcus selected Lyrical Mar being a gay who dislikes being around other gays or always having something bad to say about gay people is so corny. Y'all complain about queerness not being a monolith and in the same breath categorize other queer people with the same negative stereotypes that heteros use on us. Amen. <sighs> Listen. That's hard. That's that's hard to swallow. That's it hard is to swallow. <laughs> that's hard to swallow. Okay. Because almost all of us do it. In um, some fashion or form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we know we know this very well being ballroom gays. Oh yeah. Well, and honestly, being in the inside and People on the outside always say, "Oh, you outside of ballroom is like they look in the they look down on ballroom gays. They don't yeah. really understand it. You know, they kind of like they think everybody vogue. They think everyone vogues, which we like, do, but bitch, not at the ball. <laughs> <laughs> don't you even get me started on people that read ballroom people or." Because they wouldn't be admitted inside. You're not even good, bitch. And let's be clear. I know some people may think it's a thing of the past. I just had the situation that I was dealing with last week. If a nigga's like, you know, you being the way that you are, I was was surprised when I followed your social media and I found out you were in ballroom. Last week. (laughs) Who raised you? Who raised you hoes? Forum is comprised of the the brightest, the best, best talent, some of the finest. Y'all are missing out. The main one of the finest niggas you ever seen in your motherfucking life, all in one room, dressed to impress the best dressed people. Y'all are missing out. Y'all can talk shit. But you like when a lot of people do talk shit, like because they don't know. It's like there's still a mystique around ballroom people, people who participate in ballroom. And let me tell you something: ballroom isn't perfect, but it is sort of like a black gay Hollywood. There is glamour. There's an underbelly. There's an underbelly, but we ain't talking about that. Yeah, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the good part, right? The fab part. You know, 
But and there are bad apples in every group, every community. Absolutely. And it's a different social structure, too. It's a great place to socialize. People don't understand it until you come to a ball. That's mm -hmm. why there's so many of them, because it's a great place for everybody to come and just be themselves. And there's something for everybody. Every mm -hmm. type of look, every color, <clears throat> sometimes every race child. It, it's it's something for everyone. No shade. And make sure when you're talking shit that you're wiping your ass with a wet wipe, okay? <laughs> you dirty bitch. Why is he like this? Why? Um, but getting back to the tweet at hand, um, <laughs> I, I do feel like some people place themselves on higher up on the hierarchy because they feel like, oh, I don't go to certain spaces where that person goes or that I'm not that type. I'm not that type of gay. You still get fucked in the butt. Or mm -hmm. you still push your dick in butt. Like mm -hmm. you're a fucking sodomite. Like <clears throat> you think you a different sodomite than I because you go to different activities. Oh, because you go to a sports bar. Bitch, you ain't better than me. Okay. You drink beer. Right. And if I decided to go to that sports bar, guess who's getting all the attention? Right. Me, not you, bitch. Oh, and, but don't tell them that because they, you know what I noticed about people in this particular group? They are so proud that they're so different from the other gays. Yeah. They want the same amount of attention that they get. Right. They get so mad that feminine presenting or um, non-binary types of gays are the ones yeah, that get all, like, all the representation, representation and visibility. They, and then the masculine would like be like, "Why aren't we on TV like this?" Isn't that the world needs to see that gay people can be masculine? No one needs to see that shit. It's boring. We saw a cis man, and we saw them be straight. We don't need to see a masculine pretending. Gay man to me. That's it's true. Opinion. It's just like um people who I, I I think there's a group of people now who are turning up their nose at the infamous deviant parties. And let me tell you something. Um, you shut up. Being fake, fake woke on body positivity. Yeah, but shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it's about, but it's still a party. No matter what you think is done there, it's still a party. It's for there, you for to enjoy, be open, go turn up. People have their own idea about what it's about. And when they get there, and what happens is a lot of times when they get there, they mad, they ain't get lucky. Right. <laughs> Speak and on let it. Let me tell you something about yourself. Okay. If you can't get lucky Even in the dark, lit. if you can't get lucky in the dark, then I don't know what to tell you, baby. I don't know what to tell you, baby. <laughs> well, they done changed the rules, too. Like, the the dark room is open, you know, OTA, honey. Oh. All oh, right, because like in one they price. wasn't letting girls in the... Yes. It's one price now is not a separate price for a dark room. Open to all, bitch. For oh. those who dare enter. This is Wait. about having fun. This is about... Lucking up on something, bitch. If that's what you coming in for, I think there's still right. hookah and dope music. You get yeah. to wear a piece of nothing and have I don't fun. Know why people think it's a first of all, 
they you think have autonomy just, over your body. Party. They think it's just like a circuit party, a sex party. No, and it, it is intended it's to a be a black party. circuit I mean, it's party. It's called deviant, bitch. Right. However, there are people who go to circuit parties that don't necessarily partake. Partake. In, you yeah. could look. You like, could like me, like me. Right. But I'm not gonna lie. When I went to a circuit party, not not no early circuit party like Deviant. I'm talking about a real circuit party that started at like two, three, and at like eight. Like, Actually, I don't know if it ended at eight. It might end like in the like afternoon, bitch. Twenty twenty one. It's not really twenty twenty one, y'all. So don't go looking. Listen. I went to a real circuit party. Now, those, if you ain't doing drugs, I'm just speaking for myself. <laughs> I don't feel like I got the full experience and I wasn't experiencing the same level of fun that they were. Because, bitch, they were having the time of their lives. But, but this <laughs> is why you can do deviant because you have the, op- you know what I'm saying? Deviant is different. slightly different because, because it's happening at a reasonable time of day. Absolutely. It's sort of a controlled environment in a way. And it's still it's a little bit more club-like. It's a club-like. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Miss Miss Circuit? 2021, bitch. She turns it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the girls were up in there having the time of their lives. I was just sitting there like and you know it's fun when when the ooh, ooh, come on the ooh, ooh, music. <laughs> yeah, the ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah, yeah. That's right. It sounds just like hard to swallow when we going off the show. Goodbye. Anyway, let's go to another one of the tweets that we have, and this one was selected by Lindsay, and it says the fanatical devotion to female sing- singers often becomes an obsessive becomes an obsessive and weird. You can be a fan without making that your, oh, the, the, the grammar, um, <laughs> your entire personality and get legitimately upset arguing about how everyone should love them. Well, I actually selected two, but yeah, we could talk about this one. Oh, it's, it's, okay. it's, I see why this one, um, would get a person fucked up because people take their singers and it's not just people like Nicki Minaj either or um, Rihanna. It's Judy Garland. It is Barbara Streisand. It is Diana Ross. This is like this thing going on. Social media has just exacerbated something something that's already been a thing. And I'm not mad at it because I, I'm obsessed with No, I've with seen people almost exchange fisticuffs over Beyonce her. versus Ree. <laughs> and I'm like, what are y'all doing? But <laughs> I'm obsessed with these people too. Like, I'm obsessed. I love certain people too. I, I sort of get it. But then after a while, it gets cuckoo banunu for me. <laughs> if you get me, Miss, Miss Girl... She pay your bills? <laughs> no, it gets out of line, and the fan base is sometimes <clears throat> crazy. But, but I think I think it was important for us to note that that 
it, it didn't just start with like Nikki, Cardi, Beyonce, Mimi. It it didn't start with them. People have I don't know. us gays, we have a like <laughs> people be going off, like even Bette Midler, like Bette Midler, Barbara Streisand, yeah, like all the Jennifer like, Coolidge. Like, it ain't even just music artists, too. It's it's yeah, personalities to, it extends to personalities. It gets cuckoo banunu in these streets. Like like Madonna and Janet. Madonna. Oh, Janet. I missed that one. Monica versus Brandy. Come on, um, it gets cuckoo banunu. It gets wild. Well, let me tell you something right here. Um, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Any of my girlfriends on my list <laughs> outdo your girlfriends. Oh God, here you go. And that's just how it goes. And guess what? I don't go back. About you, huh? I don't go back and forth. I state facts. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) (laughs) don't say nothing about you. It's It's not obsessive. It's not obsessive because I pick and choose when I when I engage. But one thing I don't I don't argue about mother. And, and number two, I'm definitely not weird, bitch. It's given, it's given, you wish you had somebody. You don't argue about mother. You will argue about sister. Who, Nikki? Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, I'm getting to the point where I won't even argue about her either. You have, you have to understand that I'm, a partic- I'm of a particular age. I don't argue with these dolls. Oh, you know shit. why? You know why? Because they're over there dealing with anxiety. <laughs> Is that it? Okay. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> dealing with that. So I don't have to, you know, I don't have to, you know, you need to go deal with that before you deal with a, a cat like me. <laughs> but I see but I see what this person is saying, especially about, you know, Beyonce fans, because to me they go the farthest at this point. Right. No, at one point Beyonce and Nikki. But I think Nikki fans have calmed down. I think that, you know... Because she ain't put out no... Oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah, she'll be out. Yeah. She'll be out soon, but I don't argue about Nicki Minaj. Queen is back on the, yeah. on the gram. Love to see yeah, it. Yeah, it is. She is back on the gram. But no, I, I was, yeah. I was get, what I was getting at, when your fave put out something hot, as soon as they drop one thing, they, they'd be like, bitch, your fave could never... <laughs> Here they come. Your face no, another. Your face Like, yeah. As soon as they drop one thing, bitch, it just gives them fuel to start up their fandom. <laughs> so, yeah. Listen, it's 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 nice to see, but a lot of times when it happens, the unfortunate consequence is you're pitting women against each other in a way that all creates actual tension between the two artists when there really isn't anything going on between them. And I think a lot of women and artists in the industry have like admitted to that. Like the, the fans made me not like a certain person. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I don't know. The fandom will not never... just fans. It's, it's also news, the media. No, I, yeah, just the media in general. But the fans ain't never going to make me not like my dolls. Like, I like who I like. That's why I'm not, I don't fuck with social media too much because right. I like who I like. 
And no one's going to tell me who to like and who not to like. Mm -hmm. I can like the two dolls y'all pit against the um, each other all the time. And I love both of them. And I don't care what no one says about it. It'll always just be that way. I right. mean, like I, like I said, like I said in my new, like I said in my new song, can't, can't tell me nothing. Everybody can't be the cat's meow. <laughs> no, no, I said two-faced hoes need to pick a side. Oh, God. Yeah, you did say that. <laughs> and, when I, and, when it, and when I said it, I was talking about you. Yeah, it, it was definitely me. <laughs> oh, oh, you? I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Leave me out of this, okay? We don't know if it was about me or not. <laughs> I don't know for sure. <laughs> but yeah, that was that's definitely something. It's definitely the vice of it might get you jumped. Okay. It's like, well, bitch, you can have that opinion, but like I said. I Keep said my girlfriend name out your motherfucking yeah. mouth. This is my bitch. Period. <laughs> Keep my girlfriend name out your That's mouth. My girlfriend and whatever. <laughs> Another particular suite I saw that I think it was deserving of conversation was actually really, really a big deal. So big of a deal that I had to save it for last. And it says from Emerald Essence Hall, dating men that look like you isn't narcissistic. Yes, it is, black narcissist. <laughs> Who is that? Is that me? Let, oh me my God. Let me tell you something about. I know a few black narcissists. <laughs> and I have been pointing this out. But it's not just relegated to like Emmy. It's relegated to people, like just gay men in general. I've noticed most of you, I'd say 85%. Keep it like, cute. Like looking. Don't be homophobic, Lindsay. Don't be homophobic. I'm not being, I am not being homophobic. I am. <laughs> I am not being homophobic. What I have observed, well, what I've spoken to Emery about is mm -hmm. the predilection of a lot of gays who like to, I mean, well, let me just state it first and then I'll give my opinion. Who like to or pick men based on not just aesthetics, but a specific aesthetic. <laughs> and that that specific aesthetic leans more toward what they see in the mirror. Hence, the Narcissus reference, because Narcissus was a Greek god. He was absolutely gorgeous. He was so gorgeous that he fell in love with his reflection in a pool of water. Mm-hmm. And he fell in love. So in love. Why do you have a knife? Go ahead. Mm -hmm. He fell so in love with his reflection that he basically fell into that pool and died and drowned. He drowned looking like he fell in love with his own reflection and drowned. So 
there's that on that. Listen, you want to slice me? We don't. We don't know. We don't know if he fell and drowned because. Oh, he, he did. That's the man. <laughs> However, <laughs> Emmy. Well, Emmy and those like him, hence black narcissists. Right. They they like their men looking well like them. Well, listen. I've seen Emory entertain a few frogs now. And that's fine. I think that when you love yourself, why not want yourself? And why are you calling them frogs, though? Not frogs. Bitch. <laughs> they have, listen, we're not talking about the frogs. we talking about <laughs> the, the princesses, bitch. <laughs> He has had many a princess. They have been gorgeous. They have had the same character, long eyelashes, good skin, beautiful teeth. Like, it's certain things. And he's not the only one. I know about two or three people. Somebody I was just talking to, like, one of my close baby boys sent me three pictures of the same boy. They were all his complexion. It, it, I was like, oh, so you're another one. But here's my opinion. There's absolutely really nothing wrong with that. Of course not. There's nothing wrong with that. You want well, listen, young <clears throat> gay, you want somebody cute to look at in the bed. Yeah, why would you want to why would you want to be with SpongeBob SquarePants? <laughs> if you don't have to be with him. Why are you people like Why would I want to be with Kiki Mapisha? Like this. Kiki Mapisha. <laughs> Don't she have a son? <laughs> Why do they keep talking about a child? You know. <laughs> Listen, no. hear me out. I feel that beauty starts with thyself. Okay, I agree. And I it's agree. a little bit different when you're gay and you like the same gender. It no it. It actually makes sense. Yes. So, I, I mean, I also, I'll actually, and I'm going to this too, because I've noticed something where there are people, like there's gay men that I've not. I would see someone that resembles them, and they would say, ew, he's not cute. Bitch, he look like you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> We're not gonna go there because that's another conversation, and you know it's still connected let's though. Stick with the facts, I'm I'm sticking. Listen, it's relevant though because you're deviating. I, I have heard. I have heard that I look like somebody who I said, "No, the fuck, I don't look you, like that." Much. No, that's that's that you don't look like them. That person is handsome, y'all. <laughs> people, people, people be getting it wrong. But they he don't like, use. They be like, "Oh, you look like in the beginning." No, that, that, that thing, person is so within, If you see somebody that look use. like you, will resemble you. He don't use though. Beauty definitely starts from so within, handsome. honey. Beauty definitely starts from within, but you know, I, <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't think it makes you a narcissist. I just think it's an extreme when they like look like you. 
We even know a former husband duo that it's so funny because <laughs> I saw them together and I was like, oh, because they look so much alike. Okay. Now, there are people in this world who only date people that look like that. That look like, like they were both like chocolate, the same features. Yeah. I think that is when it becomes like, Cute to me. Like I like a, a, a nice little range. Yeah. Some, but there are I mean, people who just, with Emery, it's more so the level of prettiness. <laughs> it goes toward otherworldly. <laughs> I'm just saying. There are some people that are watching and saying, then how did I have why was he doing such and such at that party then? But listen, it's not about He's drunk. <laughs> and it comes out, it comes out, I'd say 80% of the time. He's really not that bad. He's really, I'm exaggerating. He's really not that bad. I think it's modern. You have a barometer. He has like. In your left titty. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> you have a Kinsey scale. Right under your hat. I think I do. <laughs> I think I do, child. <laughs> no, but he's not as bad as I'm making it seem. Like he, he like his. You know, everybody has their preferences. The black narcissist thing is a little bit different because it leans toward otherworldly. And why the fuck do these people look like you? Don't say. Why do you look like they can be your cousin? Don't say everybody has their preferences. Everybody does have their preferences. It just gets well, problematic. Well, Hold on. It gets problematic <laughs> when you denigrate another group. Don't the exclusion of your preferences. Listen, don't say that because if you say that, then you need to stop talking about black men being with white women. <laughs> I, ain't I don't give a good goddamn. Some of them white women need to take them off our hands. I will hand Please a white him. girl. Like, can you take him? Can you know what I say? You know what I say? Everybody got a preference. And they be like, I'm no, nigga. And I'm glad some of them do. Because y'all can have them. Okay? You're right. You, honey, you go. Because a lot of y'all be like, he don't want no black woman. He left us. He betrayed us. He went to that white... None Maybe. of us want him. You can go right <laughs> on um Kaylee. <laughs> he had to find pussy somewhere. He got exactly. <laughs> he had to do, he had to get it. <laughs> and I'm not mad at him. I will never be mad at him. Just do not disparage black women in the process. That's, That's all I ask. Do. I don't care about who they with. Because you know they you know, they always say some shit. Oh, when I when we go through the black neighborhood. All the black women are looking, bitch, we ain't looking at you or him. <laughs> but then it never just ends at, like, experiences. Then they start getting into characteristics. And the characteristics that usually define your mama and auntie. And I be just like, uh-huh. Because a unicorn didn't give birth to your nappy-headed ass. Right. And yeah, I said it. Call a spade a spade. Because the nappy ones are the ones talking about it. 
Y'all head too nappy. <laughs> y'all ain't good enough. Y'all fat. Y'all hear Lindsay? <laughs> y'all big. Lindsay over here calling people nappy-headed hoes during Black History Month. Ain't just some shit <laughs> out here. Listen, Happy I'm Black History Month, y'all. I only got a piece of hair on this head, child. <laughs> Love to see it. Love to no. see it. Can we do one more? Um, what do you have? The original one I had was... I chose three, but choose a four. The original one I had was, a lot of gay men are more infatuated with the idea of being in a relationship. There's this fantasy-like expectation of what's, what a relationship is supposed to be in their mind. It's time to get real and start accepting the fact that conflict will arise. Seek therapy and unpack the trauma. I'm going to yeah. pay more attention to that first part because that's the part. Well, yeah, that's exactly the part. That's exactly the part that inspired me and Emery to do what we're doing currently. Because that's yeah, it is it's literally actually. Y'all want to be running through some cornfield to the one that you, you know, you want to be running through the cornfield and you see your mate running through the cornfield and <clears throat> then y'all meet in some wonderful embrace and then the music. And in real life, you standing in a New York City gutter, mm. getting asked if you want to fuck by the nigga you saw in the club. Like, stop playing these stupid games. When it comes to love, I always say this, the path to your partner is never linear. No. Stop romanticizing. And this goes for heterosexuals, too, because I... I I've been talking to some young girls. Y'all are looking at Instagram too much. Life is not Instagram. That's not life. I got a family member in her 50s still over-romanticizing. Exactly. Love. Like, bitch, you're in cuckoo, cuckoo banunu. Mm -hmm. Life is not a fairy tale. Um, the path to your mate, that shit is so rocky sometimes. You got to kiss a thousand frogs to get to, to the one that's really for you. Or you may find your person, but that terrain that y'all travel is rough. Right. It's never like some smooth, like how it happens in the movies. Get the fuck. Like, y'all need to stop that shit. And especially when it comes to dating, it's just like, y'all want to be like in your own movie. And this is not how dating goes for anyone, gay or straight. It's such a Y'all are, oh, what's wrong with me? I'm so great. Y'all want to talk, sit up on Twitter all day or sit up on Big O all day talking <laughs> about what the fuck y'all don't got. Sometimes what you need is right in front of you. You don't even know it because you're so fixated on something you think you're supposed to have. Are you talking about <laughs> No. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> Listen. Mm. That conversation is very layered because I mean obviously when we break it down, no I'm not saying we're trained with psychologists but 
hopefully it always stems from somewhere. And I hope you see you motherfuckers see y'all dumbass selves <laughs> on the screen as we write it. Because I, I think there is definitely some nuance. There's definitely some nuance to the conversation, especially when you when you talk about a marginalized community in which trauma is so prevalent. Mm-hmm. And there is this underlying, there's this underlying um, reference to being valued, worthiness, affirmation that continues to run rampant. And romantic relationships are becoming predicated on that premise. Exactly. Which is, and people are not allowing for intersection. People are not seeking therapy to unpack that. A lot of y'all, y'all would have the nigga you want if you just <laughs> saw a therapist. You wouldn't be cagey about dating someone or being in a relationship or have a hang up about being in a relationship or crying about not being in a relationship or letting the idea of a relationship consume you 24 seven. Right. It's a lot more nuanced than that. But I always say to people, go inward. That's the first way to getting the person you want going inward. Yes. That's the we, best advice. You need to hear directly from you. <laughs> right? The old sis woman. I'm right, though. Thank you. I'm right, though. Y'all be listening. <laughs> Okay. No, but it's it's absolutely correct. And even Adam said that, like uh, the the first part about the um, the trauma that they come from, but also not having great representation of a relationship, not just from homes that they grown up in, but seeing relationships that mirrored what they were actually. Absolutely, half of y'all have been told y'all ain't even supposed to have that. Exactly. You've been told you ain't supposed to be getting married to no nigga. You ain't supposed to have love in your life. Correct. As a matter of fact, what are y'all really into? What y'all doing? Yeah. The same shit your daughter's doing, or your uh, your straight your straight daughter, your straight son. They're dating. They're fucking. They're going to school. They getting married. They having babies. They're doing things. They're living. That's what gay people are doing. They're living just like everybody else. All right. Yep. Period. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it's it's definitely nuanced and I think it's actually somewhat universal. Affects a lot of different groups of people, but I definitely can admit that I see it a lot in my peers. Yeah. Listen, relationships are hard. I always tell Emery, you get in one when you feel like it, especially if you're young, because that's what I did. When I felt like being in a relationship, when I thought it was time, where I thought, you know, I had done enough introspection on myself, um, ready, money wise, 
all kinds of shit, like just ready for a relationship mm-hmm. and what that entailed. I got in one. Yep. 2030. And by some force of magic, honey, I'm still in it. This shit is hard. It's rewarding. It's fun, but it's hard. Did I don't I, know how to y'all. <laughs> I, I really hope like um, the generation after millennials, well, um, what is that? Um, Gen Z. Oh Gen Z. And then also Gen Alpha. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's the new one, right? Yeah. The one's just what? What are, really... are they like 10 or whatever? <laughs> Damn. I honestly don't yeah. even know the age group. Um, I'd have I want to say, yeah, I think Gen Z starts like 90, 1997 <laughs> or eight, up until like 2009 or 10. And I want to say Gen Alpha is 2010 plus. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like 10, 11, 12, 13, whatever. Um, but anyway, the point is, I really just hope like moving forward, like they can actually see loving, healthy, successful, gay, LGBTQ plus relationships. Um, so you don't have to wonder like if it's possible, if it can work, how it works, what it looks like. All these little basic questions that a lot of cis hetero people didn't have to ask themselves. <laughs> so, well, I'm here to tell you, yeah. it does come true. Boom. Boom. But guess what? The first box you gotta check, you can't be a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Damn, I thought you was gonna say. Love starts from within the south. You already said that. I know. I thought we was gonna spin it back. <laughs> <laughs> Circle the block. You gonna yeah. spin the block on it? No. Yeah. No, I just feel like people they're so focused on getting the relationship, they don't get to know the person. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that part. Or That's- they're so focused on. Because I deserve a relationship and I think I'm worthy of a relationship, you just supposed to give it to me. All in line. You supposed I'm to give it to me. It's my partner. It's That's not how that works. It That's can't be an excuse for why you don't want me or don't want to get with me right now. No. That's not how that works. Weird ass bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, what's wrong with you? No. That's not how that works. Your existence, does your mere existence does not warrant you having a partner. Miss, your p- pillows don't want to cuddle with you. If you're going to be acting like that, <laughs> there are dogs running out your house now trying to get away. <laughs> Bitch, you need to calm down. Some of these holes been thrown back in the sea so many times, they're gray. As fuck. <laughs> they are so gray. Like, why I keep getting thrown back with the other fish? Oh, and they're going to keep getting thrown back, too. Yeah. And some of y'all just so fucked up. Thrown back and thrown back in the sea and released to the sky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Baby. The only warmth, the warmth 
some of you will find on your ass cheeks is Santa Claus lap. Because, bitch. <laughs> 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 oh, listen, on that note, take him, please. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. Yeah, Santa Claus. Ain't lovable. Ain't worthy of love. It's <laughs> so rude. But guess who loves you? Not me, but someone. Somebody. Somebody. Yeah. And you deserve it. Yes. And but we thank people. you for listening, though. We do. We do. Because we actually love our swallowers. We love swallowers. Yeah. We love our you gotta swallowers. be a swallower, though. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, bitch, Santa Claus laughs. <laughs> it's available. <laughs> <laughs> uh, follow us at ACS underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Definitely give us a five star review if you enjoyed Please, it. We want to give you more content, we want to class the joint up. Mm-hmm. What goody! Thank you. Yes, and as you know, if you really, really love what you hear, buy us a pill. Buy us a pill, or buy me. We got Percocets, Percocet, 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 Oxy. <laughs> Excedrin. <laughs> oh wait, you not say that on YouTube. I hope they don't take us off. But um, no, you gotta show a titty for that. And if you buy, and if you buy us a big pill, oh, and then we're gonna send you something. Ooh. Oh, or you're interested in VIP honey? I can tell you the website. VIP honey, bitch. Oh. Have you yeah. ever imagined what it's like to live like fat rabbit killer? Get your VIP honey today. Oh. oh. Mm. <laughs> Check out Mar Lyrical Mars new single, Can't Tell Me Nothing. Yeah. Yes, please do. It's on all major platforms. I love it. So yes. It's to die for. It's so fun to like, li- I was listening to it while I was getting ready to go out. So fun. Did it make you shake your hip? It did. My one hip that I have left. uh... (laughs) (laughs) One hip. All righty. And also, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and share with a friend. Please. Yes. Yes. All right. We (laughs) out, swallowers. You know, I'm getting my motherfucking mouth, my motherfucking mouth, bitch. Santa baby, Santa baby, make it stop. I'm sorry, it's it's Black History Month. Thank you, <laughs> Malcolm X. Yeah.